Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Alana is about to come on and really dive into how to be the authority in your field, especially around the area of PR, media, interviews. So we're going to dive into that in just a second. Before that, I'm talking to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. You're taking steps into your GPS. And however I can support you along that journey, let's talk. Let's see how we can support each other. Specifically, I love bringing people onto the 12-hour marathon. So when you're ready to get your message out to our audience and help them become their greatest possible selves, I would love to have a conversation. And also when you're ready to launch your own platform, your own podcast, and create your own tribe and impact that whole freaking just your industry, right? Like create your own authority, as I'm sure Alana and I are going to talk about the power of media, media, the power of having a platform. Uh, let's talk about that too. So you can get a hold of me, Chris at BeYourGPS.com, Instagram at IamMillionaireChris, and Facebook.com forward slash TH3Burns. We'd love to hear from you. Hear how you're grown into your GPS. I appreciate you, and thank you so much for tuning in. Next up is our iTunes review of the week, and this week it's by Hannah1125. Hannah says, always a nugget. Chris shows up with such authentic interest in the guest and the audience every single show. Absolutely, I do. Every single show has a golden nugget that I can start implementing in my life right away. It feels like Chris really believes we can all become our greatest self and consistently shows us how. This isn't in your ear. You are missing out on loads of inspiration, action, and your own greatness. So thanks so much, Hannah. If you want to give us a review, go to beyourgps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple podcast store and leave us a review. Definitely subscribe while you're there so you can get all the latest updates and episodes of Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to growing on our journey together. I'm going to introduce Alana in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen because I know there's a ton of people in the audience, authors, speakers, coaches, entrepreneurs who want to make a big impact in the world, and this is going to be one of the best ways that you can do that, so definitely stay tuned, and let's introduce Alana. Make sure you stay all the way through till the end of the episode. We're going to have a lot of fun. Do you want to be considered an expert in your field? Do you wonder how others get on TV, radio, or podcasts? It's all about PR. What is PR, and how do you get your message out there? Well, we have Alana to tell us more about that today. We're going to dive into an incredible conversation. So, Alana, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? Yes, I am. Thank you. I would like to say first, if you hear a dog barking, it's my puppy. So I apologize. Oh. <laughs> we love dogs around here, so it is perfect. Chasing <laughs> the cat around the house, so I'm just like... I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. So thank you so much for being here. And, and even with the dog and the craziness and the cat, <laughs> you're awesome. Appreciate you, Alana. And let's dive right into the theme of today, which is the power of authority. And you are also one of the people who made or inspired me, I should say, to choose this theme. So what does that mean for you, Alana, the power of authority? 
So I think that a lot of people, you know, they say, oh, you know, I'm an expert, uh, you know, I'm this sought after coach, what have you. And the thing is, is that building your authority and like becoming that expert is, you know, getting your name in print, getting mm. on TV, getting on podcasts and being able to share that with your audience. Because it's like when you walk into a store, let's say, and you see a product and it says as seen on TV, mm. you go, oh yeah, I remember I saw that and I saw exactly how it worked. And I, this, this, and this, and you know, it just clicks in your head because when you're able to see somebody on TV or hear them on a podcast or in print, you go, oh, they know what they're talking about. You know, they were in Forbes or Huffington Post or even a small trade magazine. So it just takes you to the next level. Wow. So it's like the authority is when you're witnessed somewhere else and say, hey, I was featured. I got, I was on a platform. I was on a place that people tune into for guidance, for leadership, for knowing who's who and what's what and what I should trust and what I shouldn't trust kind of thing. Um, then that is what will direct people to, to continue wanting to build a relationship with you. And if people don't have that, then they're missing out on a key component of helping and serving people. Because if people don't take the action, if they don't buy your products or services, then they're not getting the benefit. And just because you didn't, someone didn't have the media appearances for that, like that's silly to not take advantage of this, this beautiful resource that's available. I think it's like, you know, if I was to, if I'm looking for a speaker mm. at my convention, let's yeah. say, and I go to your website, Chris, and mm -hmm. I look at you and I look at somebody else, I can see on your site mm -hmm. what you look like, what you sound like, yeah. what your like charisma is, you mm -hmm. know, just your personality and, you know, get a, get a feel for you rather than go on somebody else's site and there's nothing. So, mm -hmm. you know, PR is a part of your marketing strategy and plan. It's not the whole thing. Nice. So you have to then repurpose your mm. clips, your articles, use that in your advertising and your marketing plan. Um, and so it can't just stand on its own because when you go on TV, you're not going to get for the most part, people buying your book, people going to your website. That's not what it's about. So you have to then use that and use those clips and you could even, you know, no audio or audio, somebody introducing you, but you make that into a sizzle reel and send that out, you know, when you want to do a speaking engagement, what, what have you. Right. Right. That's freaking gold. I love it, Alana. This is a great, great start. And for people who are just getting connected with you, why don't you share a little bit more about who you are, what you stand for and what your clients come to you for? Sure. So um, I went to school for broadcast journalism. So I wanted to be a news reporter, but I wanted to do entertainment news. And um, I was in news. I worked here in Los Angeles at NBC LA. And I saw such a change in the news. So I started, there was a huge newsroom. I mean, there was so many people, it was exploding. By the time I left, it was a skeleton crew. Mm. And I just thought, well, do I want to go to Lubbock, Texas? no offense to anyone who may be from there or Alaska and, you know, do regular news and kind of work my way up hmm. into entertainment and hope. So I started my own entertainment site called Ms. Hollywood.com and started, you know, doing celebrity interviews and really getting myself out there and through the process of jobs and, you know, I worked in social media and then I fell into PR um, and I worked, you know, with, 
uh, authors a lot who a lot of your audience coaches, speakers, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they sell whatever product online. Um, so I started working with, with them and basically started to master going through their book and finding an angle that's newsworthy. So really looking at that and knowing coming from a news background, what the producer is looking for is super important. Mm -hmm. So I started building these TV segment proposals and basically laying out for the producer exactly what you're going to talk about. Like, here's the intro, here's their points, you know, laying everything out so that they don't even have to think about it. It's just there. So I started doing that and then, you know, went into technology PR, was working with big brands. I've worked another PR campaign with Toyota, with Pampers, with um, Keysmart, a whole bunch of other things. And through that, you know, having jobs, not having jobs, um, I connected with Jeff Hunter, who runs branded media and I think the VA staffer. We went to high school together. I was friends with his sister and I saw what he was doing. And I said, Hey, you know, I think I could help you, you know, get on TV, get on podcasts, all this kind of stuff. He was doing some of it. He was, you know, paying somebody not really getting a lot of results. And I told him, I said, you know, I found what I like to do. And that's really, you know, in your audience group, like yours, Chris, and talking to, you know, coaches and speakers and all and just basically training them on, you know, how to do those media placements, how to speak on TV, how to speak in sound bites, finding their message. Mm. If you want to go on TV, you cannot be super specific. Mm. So if you, let's say, you know, you're marketing strategy person, but you're speaking on such a level that's really only for people in that field that would understand. So you have to speak in very broad terms. Mm. So, you know, you have to find something, you know, that little piece that would work for television. And some people don't understand that. And some people are like, I'm not doing that. That's not my message. Mm. You know, and I say, yeah, it's, it's, it's not, but let's find somewhere how your message can tie in there Mm. because again, you're not getting clients, you know, Mm. from those TV placements, you're using those videos to help you, you know, in your marketing strategy, et cetera. So I really love working with all types of entrepreneurs, coaches. Um, You know, I worked with one lady, she has a call center and it was finding that business side. And she's a mom of seven and runs this, you know, multi-million dollar company. So you find different angles, you know, that work. And so that's what I've, you know, set forth to kind of continue in that realm. I really enjoy, you know, having that one-on-one with these clients and Mm. really finding what is the right message for them. And then, you know, watching to see what they, what they do next. Yeah. Beautiful. So it sounds like a lot of the people who you work with, they are, they know what their message is to some level and they just haven't maybe crafted it in a way so that they can put it in front of a a, a journalist or an editor or something like that so that the the news person says, ooh, that is awesome. That's a great hook. That's a great direction. It's a great angle. I want to get that out to more people. 
And it sounds like a lot of them may also not recognize, well, it doesn't necessarily have to be this niche message to get out to the world, but something that's more broad so that people, the, the lay people, so to speak, who are just watching news and television, it will still be a benefit to them. But the real benefit for the, for the coach, author, speaker is saying, I was featured on blank station. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, you can be more specific if you go on a podcast that's yeah. words, you know, your specific niche. And right. so you can get more specific on those things and you yep. can speak longer. So when you go on TV, you might have, you know, two to four minutes. So you have to know you're going to have to travel. You know, you're going to have to book your flight and book the hotel. I don't do that for you. Um, But, you know, it's knowing what are you going to do with this after the fact. And it doesn't matter if it's NBC Santa Barbara or NBC Washington, D.C. It doesn't because Mm -hmm. the lay person is not going to know market rankings. So basically every station um, around the country is ranked. So it's really by population, like New York, number one, LA, you know, that type of stuff. But nobody's going to necessarily look at that. What they're going to look at is NBC, ABC, CBS. It's not going to be, oh, I was on NBC Santa Barbara. Just put NBC. So you put that and then you have your clip and it shows that. And again, you can be more specific on podcasts um, or radio or print, you know, type of thing. So you have to just know the different styles of messaging and what it is that you want to accomplish and then go from there. If you want to do TV, then this is what we're going to do. And sometimes people want to do one to two TV and they want to do, you know, one to two podcasts or they want to do all podcasts. So it's mm-hmm. really, you've got to look at what you're trying to accomplish um, by doing these interviews. Wow. It's powerful. I love it. So really, it depends on where people are at. What's their goal? Who's their audience? What's their message? What's the the you know product or service that they deliver that will really determine if they should go on to news or if they should go on to podcast or where they should go? Yes. Yeah. And there's a lot leading up to it. So, I mean, you need to have your messaging. If if this, let's say, okay, I, this is the, this is the messaging that I'm, that I'm sticking with. And this is, I live and breathe this, then that should be seen across your Facebook page, across Instagram, on your website. The messaging should be absolutely consistent with what you're selling. So if I go to your website and I'm just like, I have no idea what the hell this person does. You know, I've had that happen before where I'm like, okay, your website doesn't look good. It doesn't have high resolution photos. It doesn't have an about me section. There should be a media section to where you're going to put your clips and things like that. So there's a lot of things that you need to think about going into th- going into it because, you know, if you go on TV, maybe there's a couple people, you know, that go to your website. Well, your website should be not, um, you know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but your website should have your messaging and should be very clear and should have your social media links and make sure that everything, you know, is together before you decide I'm going to, you know, spend all this time, right. money, resources, you know, going on and doing these things and coming to my website and my website looks like crap, which mm. has happened, you know, many times where I say, 
get your website and your Facebook and all of that aligned. Um, your links need to be working, you know, all of these things, um, and look at what it is that you want to accomplish and, you know, kind of help them. I look at the website and say, okay, you're missing this, you're missing this and kind of, you know, gear them in the right direction with what to be looking for and what to do. So in the beginning, some of the biggest challenges are they don't have that foundation in place. They don't have the beautiful environment and even functional environment sometimes that people can can go to, whether they search for them on Facebook or their website or Instagram or wherever they might look for them. Yeah. You don't have to worry about ranking, you know, at this point, you just need something that is there, that is legible, mm -hmm. that is easy to access and easy to read and get through and has all of your links. If you click on Facebook, it works. If you mm -hmm. click on Twitter or LinkedIn, it works. It's not leading you to, you know, an error page. So you need to, you know, look at those things and be ready for going on to whatever. I mean, any, any time, it doesn't matter if you want to do PR or not, make sure that your messaging is consistent because people need to go to your site and say, Oh, I know exactly what this person does, mm. you know, and it doesn't mean that you have to have video right now or whatever that you can build on, but you need to have that foundation. And then PR is a part of that foundation. And then you have your marketing, you know, that helps with that, with that whole thing. Beautiful. So how does the the authority, so to speak, how does that tie into the, the having the right media, having the right marketing and, and executing on that? How does it all piece together? I'm trying to think of the best way. Um, so basically, you know, you're going out, you're showing validation, mm -hmm. you're displaying credibility you're amping up your branding, you're boosting your like perception to the world that you're, you know, BFD, you are the number one um, thing. So, you know, it's really, again, how you use it. So, you know, Jeff, for instance, uh, Jeff Hunter, I think is brandedmedia.io. Um, he went and did TV, not on the virtual assistant. He didn't have branded media really up and going yet. So we found, okay, so it was around the holidays. What can we do? Well, we can talk about travel hacks. And part of that, the last thing was if you're running a business, if you're doing this, that, and the other, you can hire a virtual assistant to where you don't have to worry about certain things while you're gone to help right. set up automation, you know, et cetera. So it leads back to his business, but it was something totally different. And I mean, he was booking things left and right mm -hmm. and he didn't necessarily use those clips, the whole, you know, him talking about all of this stuff. It was, Hey, you know, here's expert Jeff Hunter, blah, blah, blah. And then those logos and being able to use that and then take that, you know, and put it with his speaking and, right. you know, use that in this sizzle reel type of thing. Um, you can also have, you know, things popping up like Forbes, you know, whatever. So, you know, you have to be clear on the messaging and that's where I think that I'm able to really help people is to look at okay, what it is that you want to accomplish. If all you want to accomplish is 
you know, to get out and, you know, practice maybe, or, you know, you just want, I had one guy that just wanted one TV placement and he was going to use that in all of the stuff. Great. You know, I can, I can do that. But a client wanted just podcasts, you know, alone. Some people want to mix. So it's really looking at what you want to do at the end and then trying to figure out the best way to make that. Some people can't travel. That's Mm -hmm. fine. You know, you can do podcasts like I'm doing with you. I'm at home. So you can do those things or at work or on the road. You can, you know, print is a little bit harder to get into just because, you know, these reporters and journalists have so many stories and, you know, they're trying to figure it out. So, and the wait time, you know, for those things that doesn't always happen right away. Hmm. Um, it's not guaranteed. So you're, so you're saying, you're saying TV and radio or, or uh, podcasts, those, the lead time or whatever to actually get on the show is much less than writing because journalists are like overwhelmed with different stories. Yeah, I think that, you know, with, with, print um you know I dealt with print with my technology clients Mm -hmm. and I would get hit up every day and be like oh we're working on this story do you have this do you have that well sometimes you submit your client and they don't get chosen Mm -hmm. you know and so with what I'm doing with Jeff we actually guarantee four placements Mm -hmm. so I guarantee you that you're gonna get on TV or you're going to get on podcasts because I've spent so many years building up these relationships and knowing what they want and what they're looking for so that I can send them to you. I can Mm. send them, you know, to whatever podcast or, or TV I've made relationships with these producers. And yes, I have relationships with these writers, but they have to then take it to their editor and, you know, so it's not always guaranteed. It's not like I don't try. It's just a lot harder. Hmm. And I would say for a lot of people, look at being a Forbes contributor, hmm. you know, look at doing those things because that'll help you as well. Um, you know, doing that it is, I believe there is a cost with that. And I still look for all these opportunities for my clients. It's just not as easy to get those things, especially to guarantee that. So it's definitely something I always work on is getting my clients in print, but then you have to look at, okay, with podcasts and with, um, with TV, you can actually hear the person or see the person, you know, those type of things. What do you, Um, uh, quick question. What are the the, what advice do you give to people who aren't like photogenic or confident with their media voice or video appearance? So what I do with them is after I've written the segment proposal or the pitch, Mm. I work with them and do mock interviews. So I will do a zoom or Skype or even a phone call and just quiz them. I think you need to know your messaging backwards and forwards. And again, if you go on TV, it's a little bit different. And because I do the TV segment proposal, for the most part, they work off of that. Mm-hmm. So they know, oh, this is what the person's talking about. So they really ask questions around those specific things. So it's not really going to you know, throw you off. This isn't a press conference. Right. You know? So doing those mock interviews with them, practicing questions, looking at how they respond and how their body language is speaking in sound bites, you want to make sure that you get your messaging out. So I create 
the way that I create TV segment proposals is really what is the problem and what is the solution? Mm, so, you know, if you have somebody, let's say I have a client that talks about um, weight loss, but he has this whole thing that he does with his clients that's very unique and different. So the problem you have, you know, obesity in America, people are trying to lose weight and can't because, you know, they do all this thing and they're not, they're not losing. So they go off track and okay, that's the problem. And then here's the solution that my client specifically brings to that problem and makes him different. And then I list out, here's some steps, you know, that you can do to get, to get started on those things. So it's not necessarily about his, you know, business. Right. We're not saying, Oh no, you need to sign up, you know, to get these things. It's here's four quick steps. So I work with him on those steps and getting to know that stuff and just looking at his body language, talk about what to wear, what not to wear, because there's a lot of things that go into TV. Women need to get their hair done, either if you can do it yourself or, you know, go somewhere. I mean, there's tons of these uh, like blow dry places you know, things like that, you can, you know, usually they're early morning. So you can have, you know, a makeup artist or whatever, do it, but you need to have makeup because the camera, the lighting, everything, it'll wash you out and you look pale like this. So you don't, you know, want that you don't want to look like a ghost, you know, and you want to look presentable. Remember, you are your brand, you're representing your brand. So it's really talking about this thing. I have clients send me pictures about, oh, this is what I'm going to wear. Is that okay? You know, and whatever. And yes, I talk them through it and, you know, look about what color would look best on you, Mm. you know, and try to make it as comfortable as possible because I'm not going to be there with you when you go do these TV segments or podcasts. And, you know, don't doubt yourself. Just go in and be like, I am my brand. I know my brand. I know what I'm talking about and it's going to go by so fast. So be present in the moment. Mm, yeah, that's great. I love, I love how you talked about the uh, accessories, the hair, the outfit, like how do you stand out? How do you look re- great? And also the problem solution formula, like really understanding what is the problem that my audience, my ideal client is experiencing right now and how do I address that in some kind of headline and maybe for um, you know, media appearances, TV, podcast, someone isn't necessarily responsible for that, but they can contribute to to them saying, hey, here's what the outline will be. And I, it sounds like you'll help them with that as well to like create a compelling, here's what we're here to talk about today kind of thing, the benefit statement headline. It's the same as TV. It's like, you know, a laid out pitch like that. It's just for podcasts, like I said, you can be a little bit more, you know, specific and niche. So it's the same type of layout. I always, no matter what type of pitch, you know, look at problem solution. It doesn't matter if it's a product or if it's a person, you know, somebody has to bring that unique stance to the table. So good. So I want to talk about uh, repurposing and using the content once, once people have it. What do we need to know about doing that effectively? So I think, you know, that's where Jeff, you know, and his team, comes in after they're, you know, done with me is Mm -hmm. really looking at those clips and finding those, you know, moments, whether it's a soundbite with you talking about, you know, ABCD, whatever, or if it's just, you know, them introducing you and you sitting there, if it's, 
you know, audio, you know, looking at graphics to be done. Ultimately, you're wanting to take out ads, you know, put it on your website. It's going to help you with your SEO, you know, all of that. So you have to go in already thinking about those things and thinking about what kind of you want for the outcome. And, you know, like, what do they say? You got to you got to spend money to make money type of thing. And so again, it's building that credibility and visibility and being able to then, you know, take out those Facebook ads or Instagram ads and it will, you know, as seen on, you know, whatever, or just the clip of you talking. And then it's like, you know, to be, to get your life, you know, where you want it to go and, you know, come visit, you know, my website, whatever. So it's really looking at those things and finding different ways. And, you know, you could then even recycle. One thing that I was, you know, talking to Jeff and a whole bunch of clients about mm-hmm. is when you do these, it doesn't matter if TV, podcast, whatever, you can shoot some like behind the scenes video. Everybody loves that stuff. I love watching behind the scenes of a TV show or a movie whatever. I just like seeing that kind of stuff. As you can see, I'm obsessed with Hollywood and entertainment. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's kind of cool. Like Jeff, when he was in San Francisco and other places, he would film himself, you know, walking into the studio and, you know, you're kind of like living vicariously, you know, through him and getting to see his experience. And, you know, if you have somebody there with you, have them shoot, you know, some behind the scenes of you in the green room, Mm. you know, you're putting that up. And then let's say, you know, the next Thursday, you're like throwback Thursday when I was, you know, on NBC, you know, whatever it, you can repurpose that stuff in that way on Facebook or Instagram. I will repurpose stuff all the time from Ms. Hollywood and just be like, you know, a year ago today, I was on the red carpet, you know, interviewing, you know, so-and-so and I, a year ago, I was sitting down with Jay Leno, you know, whatever it may be. And so again, it just goes, Oh, I didn't see this the first time, you know, and now I see that and it's just engaging your audience and letting them see, you know, all the cool things that you're doing. Yeah. That's so awesome. And I love how you mentioned like something from a year ago, even though someone might think that, Oh, well, I already used it once. It's like, okay, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and use it again and again and again and again. The way that Facebook and Instagram works, there's like a lot of things that get lost. Yeah. You know? And it's repurposing that. And then, you know, you might post a little anecdote of like, you know, I, this was my first appearance and I'm so glad that I did it, you know, whatever to repurpose it in that way and just add something, you know, different. I can't believe it's been, you know, a month since I did this and I learned so much and, you know, whatever that it is that you want to, you know, talk about. I mean, when memories come up in your Facebook, if you're like me, you share them Mm -hmm. and I will share and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe that, you know, four or five years ago, I was at my cousin's graduation and now, you know, she's a teacher and, you know, doing this and that. So, you know, you have to look at different ways that you can use that content. It's it's gold. And I think a lot of people underestimate the value of 
reusing it and they like make it so difficult on themselves. Like you can post something on Facebook one day, you know, and then a week later post it on Instagram and people like wouldn't even know the difference, you know, like it's, it's to really maximize that content that we create once and use and as much as, it, as we can. You can cut the clips, yeah. you know, so that because when you do a podcast, sometimes it might be 10 minutes, might be half an hour, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. You can go in and clip those and have different clips and you can use those, you know, let's say bi-weekly mm -hmm. and say, oh, you know, here's me talking about this. Yes, it's the same podcast, but most people, if they're not just going on to listen, they're not going to click and say, oh, I want to hear your entire, you know, thing. Pick mm -hmm. those sound bites, like you say, that are nuggets mm -hmm. that you can, which by the way is my dog's name, Nugget. Um, <laughs> because um, he's so small um so you have to find those things even with tv cut yeah. splice you know do that because again people's attention span is not long yeah. which is why with tv it has to be very broad because most people that are watching tv can read at a fourth grade reading level so that's why things are very simplified when you're watching TV, right? When you're watching the news, because usually you're cooking, you're doing this, you're doing that. And then you hear a story like, um, you know, news at 11, you can't eat peas anymore. They're poison. You're like, what? You know, <laughs> It's just, um, you know, certain things that get your attention. So find those little things that you can repurpose and use. And if it's a podcast, you know, spend some time, spend some money getting a graphic behind, yeah. you know, whatever it is um, to get people's attention, you know, whatever. So you have to look at those different ways that you can use that. And that's where Jeff and I work really well together is to help the clients, you know, do that and mm -hmm. to succeed after the fact in growing, growing their, you know, clientele. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And speaking of repurposing, uh, there's an app called Headliner. I don't know if you've heard of it, but you can basically take a, a podcast or a, a video and repurpose it and put it into like a one minute clip or something like that, um, which is awesome for people who want to be able to splinter that content out. So um, it's called Headliner. Just Google that. It's great, great you um, service. You don't have to have, you know, thousands of dollars of equipment, you know, mm. use your phone. There's tons of resources online. I mean, I use um clip i use different things to download videos from youtube and then yeah. i'm able you know to edit that if my clients videos on youtube or mm -hmm. you know screen grabs or you know whatever you don't need to have final cut you don't need to have you know cameras i would say if you're trying to record something yourself and do that make sure that you know you're in a good place that you look good and being able you know to to do that but you know for a lot of these editing things you don't need to you know, spend thousands of dollars after you've already spent money, you know, going to do these interviews, you can do that, you know, pretty cheaply, um, you know, yourself, and you don't need to have, you know, a master's degree in film um, to do that. Thank goodness for a lot of the technology nowadays. I mean, I taught myself everything, how to edit, how to shoot. I mean, I went to school for journalism, like I said, for broadcast, but you know, they don't teach you a lot of that stuff in there. So if it's something you want to do, kind of learn how to do it yourself or surround yourself with people that know how to do it, you know? Yeah, 100%. So Ilana, I'm curious about your fascination with the entertainment industry. How do you think that has shaped 
how you serve uh, speakers, coaches, authors, people who are building an online brand or, uh, you know, even products, people with products, online marketers and entrepreneurs. How, how do you think that's shaped your current view of supporting and serving these people? Well, I think, you know, journalism really is all about telling a story mm. and finding that story. I'm always interested in good storytelling. So my friends make fun of me because when I go, this is where I, I always say I'm, I'm not like my family, but as I get older, I realize I'm more and more like them. Um, I see a lot of mannerisms that are like my father or like my aunt. So if I go into a restaurant, whatever, I'm always talking to the waiter or waitress. Mm. If they say, Hey, how are you? I'm like, good. How are you? How was your day? You know, I'm always interested in that. And my friends are always like, okay, we need to go. I will talk to people on the street. You know, I when in New York. I was talking to people on the subway. I was like, I, when I grew up, I wanted, when I was growing up, I wanted to have my own talk show on it. I wanted to be the next Oprah, but white and Jewish. That was like mm. my thing. I That's was right. just, I I'm going to be Oprah. So, you know, that was part of the reason why I'd started Ms. Hollywood, mm. but really it comes down to telling these stories. And I'm fascinated by why people do what they do and why they get into certain things. I mean, you know, I really thought my life was going to take me in a completely different direction. I thought I was going to be on extra or entertainment tonight or one of those things. Um, you know, and it's kind of taken me in this whole other direction of, you know, doing PR, but again, it's about working with amazing people and finding their story and telling that story and really, you know, getting to know them on a personal level and saying, you know, maybe we're going about this wrong. We need to look at this. We need to look at that. You have to be open to things. And, you know, I go into that when I'm doing, when I'm talking to my clients or if I happen to be talking to a celebrity, I'm very interested in why they took this role. Let's say, mm. you know, Julia Roberts, she has, I think, three kids when they were younger, you know, why did you take this specific role? Because you're very, you know, strategic in what you do, because you don't want to spend all this time away from your family, you know, it can take six months to shoot a movie, or three months, four months. And so I'm very interested in those type of things and not, you know, about the gossip and all that. I'm always just like, you know, how did you get to this place? And now that you're here, how do you stay here? And mm -hmm you know, what makes you tick. So I think that those things, you know, definitely my curiosity and love for everything entertainment. I always, you know, when I watch a show or something, I'm always thinking like, oh, if I met this person and got the opportunity to interview them, I'm the biggest fangirl. And so these are the questions that I would ask them. And I feel that way about my clients too. Like mm -hmm. it's about me being a fan of what they do and making sure that we're giving the right messaging and really having that, you know, human connection with them and letting them know, Hey, I'm here for you. I'm an extension of you as your PR person for this time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if there's things that you're concerned about or you're nervous about, or, you know, whatever, like, I know you're not Julia Roberts and you're not, you know, used to going on and doing all these talk shows and whatever. I know that, but how can I help you and how can I help you, you know, be comfortable? I'm fine on camera because I've done it so many times and that's what I went to school for, mm -hmm. but I still get nervous if I'm, you know, talking to somebody that I, 
you know, I'm super, you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to so-and-so. I've had moments like where my heart's racing and, you know, whatever. And just trying to talk to my clients about those moments and hopefully getting them set up ahead of time mm-hmm. to when they go into that, they're a lot more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like hypothetical scenarios, like put someone in those shoes, like to prepare them as best as possible. That's like all we can do. Can't like match the real thing, but you can play out. Hey, if this starts to happen, if you, if you start to get sweaty, if you know, like whatever it is, yeah. how do you but, respond? You know, you got to go in being ready, being camera ready, you mm. know, having your makeup done, having your hair done, you know, even for guys, you know, get, uh, like cover up something yeah. to where you're not shiny. You know, I know that's weird for a lot of men, but when you go on TV with all the cameras and lighting, you're going to look shiny and greasy. Yep. Yep. So, you know, get the powder foundation and, you know, have your wife, your girlfriend, whoever, friend mm. go with you to, you know, get that, whatever, mm. and just have it and, you know, be ready and go over your stuff you know, write it on, uh, index cards, you know, Mm. here's what I'm going to be talking about. Here's the steps because they're probably going to put it up on a Chiron, put it up on TV. So you just have to be ready and know that in some cases, you know, there could be breaking news. So you might be pushed back, you Mm. know, or whatever, or God forbid a cancellation, which I can't control. Right. But today's climate, you just never know what's going to happen in the world. So there's just a lot of things that you have to be ready for and just know, okay, I'm prepared. So if this or that happens, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, I, again, I'm my brand and this is what I want to represent. And you need to show that, you know, when you go in and do a TV appearance or a podcast or even in print, you know, you want to speak at a level to where it shows that you know what you're talking about, yeah. you know, and they take you seriously. Yeah. hundred percent. And you mentioned cancellation there. Um, if someone, if like a natural thing happens or something in the world event, whatever, and someone showed up to do an interview and it gets canceled, do they like invite you back or how does that work to get back to the show? So for the most part, um, a lot of the shows that I've work with have these like morning talk shows Mm -hmm. so they don't necessarily do straight news now there is moments where that'll happen and sometimes what they will do which i've had in the past is they'll record a segment after the fact Mm. so after their newscast is over they'll just you know push you aside and and do an interview you know afterwards and say okay we're gonna play this you know, next week. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so I really have only had that happen once in four years, um, knock on wood, but it's, you know, it's news. And so, you know, there could be something, you know, with the president, there could be a natural disaster, but for the most part, a lot of these shows are either usually they're live or they're pre-taped or it's just not that type of, of show, which we have a lot, you know, here in Los Angeles, you have two that are just like straight news. And then you have two programs that are more of like those morning, Mm -hmm. you know, just fun things, kind of like the today show. Um, and then they'll, you know, put in news things, you know, around that. So, you know, you just kind of have to know that you're going into something that is 
is live. And that's why you need to be on time. Mm. You need to be prepared and ready to go. Um, as a you know, person that, like I said, worked in news, every second is accounted for from the producer because commercial breaks are already scheduled no matter what. And that's why sometimes you'll see on TV, whether you're watching the news or a TV program, all of a sudden it just stops and it goes right to commercial. And you're like, they were in mid sentence. Yeah, It wasn't edited correctly. And mm. so these commercial breaks are already there. And so that's why you have to be there. You got to be ready to go because every second is accounted for from that producer because they time out the stories. Mm. Every story is timed out. So whether I'm talking about a hurricane, while the while the anchor is reading, every word, every word that you put on the it's it's calculated. The time is calculated on right. their sheet. Mm-hmm. So they go, okay, this story is going to take thirty seconds or forty five seconds, mm-hmm. and then this story is going to take thirty seconds, and then we go to a package or an interview, and that's going to take one minute and thirty seconds. So every second is so valuable to these producers that. You need to be there on time. You need to be ready to go. You might have to wait and they might say, okay, you got pushed back, you know, because of this story became, you know, more important, what have you, you got to be able to go with the flow and just, like I said, be ready and just get in there and kill it while you're there and experience those, you know, two minutes or three minutes or four minutes that you're going to be there with you know, the reporter, the anchor, whoever that you're, you know, sitting with. Mm. So Ilana, when you jump on a interview podcast or or news, I'm sure they're very different contexts and different ways that you show up. Um, But what, what would be a question that you love for hosts to ask you? Like, what is, what is like your sweet spot or what's a question that maybe you haven't gotten asked yet before that you wish people would ask you? Uh, what, what, cause you're, you're curious. I know you're curious. What, what type of questions do you love? I mean, again, it goes back to the why I think why people choose what they want to do. You know, I have worked so many nine to five jobs that, were not great, um, that have, you know, taught me a lot. And I think that, you know, those experiences and just being able to look at them, yeah, they sucked at the time and they were awful. And I spent many days crying in my car or crying to my dad on the phone and wondering like, why do I still live here in Los Angeles? Why am I putting myself, you know, through this? Yes, I work in PR, but PR is just as competitive as working in entertainment and you know, being an actress or, or whatever. So it goes back to the why, like Mm. what feeds you, what, you know, makes you do these things. And for me, it's really the connection with people and being able to, I just love having people tell their stories and love, you know, doing that. I really want to write my own sitcom one day and I don't know how to write a sitcom. So, you know, it's like, I'm all these life experiences. I'm just like, maybe it's for a reason and maybe it was to teach me, you know, this or that. I think, you know, I've learned through my past experiences, how to work with people and how not to work with people and to look at what they're uncomfortable with and what they're insecure about or what they're nervous about, because it may not be the things that I'm concerned about. Mm -hmm. And so really trying to work on 
on that with them. And so, you know, it really, like I said, it goes back to, to that and what, why, why is your solution different from other people's? Mm -hmm. You know, I think my strong suit is really being able to talk to people, having those conversations with them. I'm very interested in everybody that I come across. I am very much the protector and, you know, I want to see good, um, in everything. And so I think that, you know, again, it just, why, why it's who, what, when, where, why. Right. So it's like, I feel like I've gone through all this stuff and maybe that's why I keep pushing forward. I mean, I'm not ready to, to give up. And I think a lot of people can understand, you know, the trials and tribulations, whether they're starting their own business or, you know, they, they want to quit their job or they're trying to find their passion. I think my passion is really this and, and doing PR. I still love entertainment. And I hope that one day, you know, I'm able to, you know, interview the biggest stars and whatever, because I am the biggest fangirl out there for a lot of these people. But, you know, it just comes down to, I just love being able to help people. And I think that this is just an extension of that. And, um, hopefully like everything I I've been through and going through actually is taking me to where I want to go. So So when, when you have your own show, Alana, what will be the best part about that? (sighs) I just, again, it's talking to people. It's making dreams happen. I mean, I have this idea for a charity that I want to do. I've always had this idea, like since I was, you know, 13, 14 years old. And, you know, there's so many things that I want to do. And it's just all goes back to the human connection. And it goes back to helping people and letting people stand on their own two feet. And, you know, I want to do this show where I'm trying to figure it out doing this YouTube show of just going out and, and helping people, you know, make things happen. Um, and you know, it's, it's great when you get to interview people that you grew up watching, um, like Oprah or Madonna or, you know, Tom Hanks or one of those things. It's great and it's wonderful, but I'm again, like they have everything that they need. Mm -hmm. And so I like talking to people that are, you know, that want something. Um, so like, for instance, if somebody wants to go to a a prom, but they don't have the money for a dress. I would love to have a show that we kind of work to make those things happen for them with a celebrity maybe Mm. and doing that, you know, together. And there's a whole bunch of other ideas that I have, but, you know, I think now with YouTube and, you know, Facebook and all these things, you can do these things on your own. It's just finding the right people to surround myself with. Um, but I just, I, I like talking to people and helping people. And that's what I'm trying to do in every aspect of my life mm. is that you have to learn that everybody has a story to tell and everyone just wants to be heard. That's it. Mm. Mm. I love it, Lana. Well, you're, you're blessed to be with Jeff. Sounds like an amazing human being to surround yourself with. And I know he's also blessed to have you really leading this charge of public relations and uh, helping all your clients together to really make a bigger impact, to get their message out, to raise their authority and their credibility. So uh, I think it's really, really fortunate and a blessing how you two have come together and 
all the greatness that you're going to be doing together. So it's, it's really awesome. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like one, one step at a time, you know, like using what we got, the tools, the resources, the connections, and then like making the difference that we can. And it, I feel yeah. like it really just takes one, one like all star to like blow it all open for us. The, the practice is in helping the people who come across our path, so to speak, and, and putting in the reps and putting in the time and serving them and be gaining mastery over our craft. But like, you know, to be able to interview for me, it's like, you know, Lewis Howes and, uh, uh, Ed Milet and, you know, all these epic people who are changing the world. Um, Tom Bilyeu, like these are awesome human beings who I want to like just surround myself with like you, like just be in conversation with them. And I know that like every single person I value so much and I honor so much along the journey of doing this 12 hour marathon because they are supporting me in reaching for my dreams. And for you, it's like every single client that you work with is supporting you in reaching your dreams of, you know, hanging out with Oprah and all these amazing people even more. So it's, it's well, super cool. Too, you know, speaking on that with you talking about Lewis house and all that kind of stuff, it's when you're doing PR or anything, you have to know that you got to sometimes do these little things to get to the big things. Yeah. So if we're say NBC, Santa Barbara or Sacramento, you want to do that first before you get on the today show, or yep. let's say like Washington DC, that's one of the biggest markets in the country. Yeah. I would not want my first interview being on good morning America and not being prepared yeah. and looking like a deer in the headlights. So don't knock these little things, you know, and say, oh, I'm so concerned with how many viewers they have and how many listeners and how many downloads. Again, you're getting your feet wet. You know, you didn't go from kindergarten to high school. It doesn't, you know, work that way. We're not all Sheldon Cooper, you know, smart from Big Bang Theory. So, you know, you have to do these little things and you're taking steps to get to, to the next level. I mean, you know, you have it's a way of getting you prepared mm. and doing those things. So you have to be, you know, ready. Now, if my first celebrity interview was Oprah, I would piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I don't, I mean, I still to this day would not probably be able to handle it. I would have a heart attack, which is why I told my cousin who's a nurse that I would bedazzle her scrubs and her stethoscope. I need her there on <laughs> just in case I pass out. Um, you know, and I mean, it's these little things, right. That get you to the bigger things. Yeah. And so you gotta, you know, practice and get yourself out there. So don't knock it and be like, Oh, mm. it's the, you know, 50th market in the country out of 210. Oh, poor me. You know, you've got to look at, this is a clip that I can use that yeah. I can market myself. And sometimes you go, Oh, that interview didn't go as well as I thought it would. And so that's why you do more than one interview, that's right? right. So you right. just got to prepare yourself and you learn from each experience. I learn yeah. from every job, you know, what to do, what not to do, yeah. what to say, what not to say, you know, who to surround yourself with, whatever it is, mm. you kind of find these things as you get older and experiences that you go through. And that's what you have to look at at, PR, you know, you can't be looking at, oh my gosh, this only has like 10,000, you know, views on their page, or they don't get that many downloads. It's what you do with that content afterwards that matters. Yes, you might get one lead from a podcast interview, or you might get one, you know, 
But again, it's repurposing that content and finding ways to use it afterwards. That's really going to help you. Don't pay so much attention to these little things. It doesn't matter. I love it. I love it, Alana. This is so great. And I know people want to continue the journey with you, learn more about PR, learn more about branding and all the great stuff that you guys got going on at Brand Media. Um, so tell them how they can stay connected with you and what are their next steps? Yeah. So you can go to brandedmedia.io and I believe it's backslash public dash relations. Mm-hmm. And you can find the program there. Like I said, it's like four guaranteed placements. We also have other things that we can offer. So just, you know, ask. Um, you can also find me on Instagram under Ms. Hollywood. It's M I Z Hollywood. Um, you can message me through there or get through Jeff Hunter. I believe Jeff J Hunter is his Facebook and, you know, we can find a program that'll, you know, work for you and figure something out. There's always ways to kind of change and all the cart, whatever will work you know, for our clients, we just want to get the right thing for you guys and, and to help. So whatever we can do. I love it. I love it, Alana. This is gold and everyone stay connected with Alana at Ms. Hollywood, M I Z H O L L Y W O O D Ms. Hollywood and branded media.io forward slash public dash relations, I believe is the website that you mentioned. And Alana, just let's wrap it up with the final fire though the greatest wisdom gps message you want to share with our audience what do you got to say i think you know if you if you believe really that you have the solution to help people in any way it doesn't matter what type of business it is you know really stick to that messaging and you know i think that it'll eventually draw the people that that you want and if you are there really with good intentions and doing these things, you know, again, it's finding those ways to connect with your audience and ask them, you know, what it is that they're looking for. Yes. Mm. Okay. I am this fitness guru, but not everybody has the money, you know, to go to a gym membership. I mean, here in Los Angeles, a gym membership is what other people and places they pay for an entire family is what you pay for one person. (laughs) It's absolutely ridiculous. And so you have to say, okay, what is it that you're wanting to learn from Mm. me? You want to learn recipes. What can I give you as kind of like a taste, you know, to help you. And I think giving certain things of yourself and figuring out what they want is then going to help you figure out what can you give your audience? How can you serve them best? So I try and give like, I'm in Los Angeles for Miss Hollywood. A lot of people would love and dream to be here. Mm. So I just kind of post things and do, if I'm going somewhere, you know, do behind the scenes, you know, thing and let them live through me. If it's public relations, really sharing what it is that I think is going to help them and, and my knowledge and experiences and say, you know, I know that's what you want, but I, I would like to talk to you and say, this is what I think would, you know, be better for you. Um, but really listening to what it is that your clients, your audience wants and needs, and then what you can then give them. I think then you have more engagement, more connection with them rather than saying, no, this is what I'm going to teach you. This is what I'm going to post. I charge for everything, you know, whatever you have to start giving little things, you know, to your audience, whether it's live conversations, taking their questions, you know, whatever, 
there's so many different things that you can do in a week. Mm. You know, and mm. it's just about connecting and sharing your story with them and hearing their story as well. I love it. I love it. Alana, this is gold. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm really looking forward to your journey evolving even more and seeing your show come about and seeing all these different, you know, give back projects that you're you're out to do and bringing in awesome celebrities and people. So just keep taking one step at a time. Keep throwing the the yeah. visions against the wall, seeing what sticks. If, if I meet Oprah. The when? Entire- when? <laughs> the entire world is going to hear me scream. I actually just submitted myself to Ellen because she's doing um, to, if you want to be a special correspondent on the red carpet for her. Yeah. And I recorded a video years ago and sent it. Um, and so now if anybody, I'm trying so hard to do it. I'm just like, it would be a dream come true. So yeah, but if that happens, I'm sure that everybody will be able to hear it like scream heard around the world. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Alana, you're a gem. Thank you so much for being Thank on you. here. Appreciate you and we'll see you soon, okay? Thank you so much. Take care. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, Master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.